up, everybody? Welcome to the next episode of Tech News. Uh, we're still in the midst of coronavirus, so we're all still sitting at home, but that hasn't stopped the releases of two new phones, or three new phones, depending on how you look at it, uh, from Apple, which was not all that surprising, and from OnePlus, which was also not all that surprising. But uh, they're here, and I'm going to tell you all about them. Let's start with the new iPhone SE. So when the original iPhone SE came out back in 2016, it came with all the processing power and capabilities of the 6S and the 6S Plus, but in the same form factor as the iPhone 5 and 4 and all the iPhones before that. So while all the other phones were upsizing, you still had an option to get a smaller model with all the same processing capabilities as the new larger ones. So that's kind of the same thing that's going on here. As the flagship iPhones have grown in size over the years, uh, so has the SE. It's now the same size as the iPhone 8, which it's replacing, and it adopts many of the same features as the iPhone 8, like IP67 water and dust resistance, uh, the same 4.7-inch 720p uh, LCD display, so no fancy OLED dis display here, but this is still the best LCD display on the market. So I'm not, I'm not too upset about that part. Um, this one comes with the A13 Bionic processor from the iPhone 11 Pro. This is pretty much the fastest chip you can buy in a smartphone today. This brings a huge increase in processing power over the 8. Um, between that and the lower resolution screen, uh, now that it's not spending as much energy driving that, now it has a ton of leftover power for things like software-based portrait mode pictures, uh, Wi-Fi 6 support, and uh, it should enable just all around a faster system. That's about all there is to say about this phone. There's not a whole lot of changes. It still comes with the same old Touch ID home button that we've all gotten so used to on iPhones before the 8 and uh, still supports most everything that the 8 did. Uh, the big change here or the biggest change here, is that it only costs $399 base price, which is quite a bit of money, but for a smartphone these days, with the fastest available Apple processor, maybe fastest available processor there is, this is ridiculous. This is definitely the best budget phone in existence right now. Now, in light of all that, I find it a little bit ironic that the same week as Apple releases their brand new budget iPhone, uh, OnePlus, the notorious uh, budget Android phone with the some of the best specs available, definitely for its price, possibly in the entire market, uh, decides to release their new line of phones, the OnePlus 8 and the OnePlus 8 Pro. Let's start with the normal OnePlus 8. There's not a ton of differences between these, but they are distinct. So the 8 comes with the latest Qualcomm Snapdragon, 865 processor. This is a ridiculously fast chip, up there with the A13. Uh, this supports 5G, so <laughs> the buzzword of the year is now supported on OnePlus phones. How about that? And it supports faster UFS 3.0 storage, which means that it's going to speed your whole system up, because you can get your data faster and move things around. It just improves the overall speed of the whole system. It also comes with uh, Wi-Fi 6 support, like the 8, 
which is nice to see. I'm not sure how many Wi-Fi 6 routers and modems there are right now, but fine, it's good to see. OnePlus has also included their new Warp Charge 30T charging system. Uh, this is over wired charging, so not wireless. They claim this enables a 50% charge in just 22 minutes, and I'm not sure how practical that's going to be in real life, or how accurate, or any of that, but we'll see. Uh, if so, that, that would be amazing. Um, this phone comes with a, a hole-punch selfie camera in the display, so there's just a, there's no notch anymore at the top of the screen. There's just a little, just a hole in the display for the selfie camera. But it, it looks better than you would think. Uh, this is a 90 hertz OLED display, so uh, 90 hertz refresh rate, which means it's going to look smoother. It's going to look just overall just so, so good. Six and a half inch display. Everything's going to be smooth. They call this their fluid display. And from what we've seen from them previously and now, you know, high refresh rate, this should be a great display. The 8 also comes with a 48 megapixel three camera system on the back. This is ridiculous. 48 megapixels, 48 million pixels. No one needs that many pixels, but it's here. And it's not even the highest resolution available right now in the smartphone world. That honor is still held by the Samsung Galaxy S20 Ultra with its obscenely high resolution. This is just stupid, but it's here and those photos are going to look really good. Other than that, this still supports the same Oxygen OS Android launcher that all OnePlus phones do. It's fast, it's snappy, it doesn't come with too much excessive software. It's great. Uh, this phone starts at $800, or $799. This is kind of ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, for the, for the specs, it's not that bad, but this is OnePlus. They're known for being the, the budget Android brand. This is this is no longer a budget phone. This is a full-blown flagship up there competing with the iPhone 11 Pro, Samsung Galaxy S20 Ultra, things like that. So OnePlus has definitely moved into a new game with this phone. So with all that being said, let's talk about the 8 Pro, OnePlus's real new flagship. Um, this phone, it takes everything that's great and mildly ridiculous about the OnePlus 8 and turns it up just a little bit more. Still comes with the same uh, Snapdragon 865 processor with the same 5G capabilities, uh, same Wi-Fi 6, but now with faster RAM and faster storage. So never say no to that. Uh, it offers an even larger 6.7 inch OLED display and with a 120 hertz refresh rate. So, it's still ridiculously fast, but now even more so. So that's good, I guess. Uh, still offers Warp Charge 30T, so presumably the same you know, ridiculously fast charging, which now also works on wireless charging. So the A-Pro -Pro supports Warp Charge on wireless, whereas the 8 only supports it on wired charging. So just a little more ridiculous. This offers a quad camera system, as opposed to the three on the OnePlus 8. This is also ridiculous, still 48 megapixels. 
this is so excessive. Uh, it's now certified IP68 waterproof, which is nice. OnePlus has had a history of not certifying their phones as IP whatever water resistant because they claimed they had done the testing themselves and that they didn't need to go through the certification process, but now they've decided that they should. Now, this phone goes for $900 starting out. Again, this is no longer a budget phone. This is no longer even a value phone. This is this is a full-blown flagship. And honestly, I'm not even sure that the 8 Pro is worth the extra $100 over the 8. It does have a higher refresh rate screen, faster RAM, all those things. But is that really worth $100? I, I suppose the big draw for me would be the extra camera. But if you already have three, what do you really need a fourth for? Now, don't get me wrong. I think both of these are going to be very, very good phones, just as all of OnePlus's previous offerings have been. But for OnePlus, the best bang for your buck in an Android phone to release these that, sure, they have great specs, but they're right up there in price with the latest Samsung and the latest, you know, everything else. And then for Apple, the company of ridiculous profit margins, to release such a great value proposition in within a week of these, I'm, I'm not certain that OnePlus is looking all that great right now. Now, I'm sure these are, these are both going to be good. You can't, probably can't go wrong getting them, but why wouldn't you just get an iPhone SE? It's an interesting question. And that's it for tech news. If you guys like what you heard or didn't, feel free to send us a voice message. Uh, thank you guys for listening and catch you on the next one.